0: Yo, it's Raiu from Finland. I just wanted to say that if you want to fuck children, you go to Pattaya. So you might want to check what Sleazy is doing. And uh, oh yeah, Swedish people are gay, later. This is sick and wrong. America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation.
1: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, E. Simon.
2: I'm Lance Wackerly.
1: Wackerly, we have a special guest in the studio, uh, Joe, who lives in my building. What's up there, Joe?
3: Hey. How you, how you doing?
1: <laughs> he just how got like doing? the uh, the subdued like yo, what's up? How you, how's it going?
2: He's kind of got a little bit of an East Coast accent. Well, oh, he's from you're from New York, right?
1: So Joe lives upstairs from me, and uh, you'll see the reason he's on the show in a second here because uh, we have some groundbreaking news to discuss here. in sick and wrong. It's you know it's been a while since I've done a story that's happened in the Tenderloin, a neighborhood story.
2: I don't even remember
1: the last one. I don't know. You remember how we used to always do it? It's like, it seemed like almost every other show would be like, oh, dude, we saw this crazy lady shit herself and, and you know, rub just, it all, all over these tourists. Now. Yeah, it
2: has to go above and beyond. So when, when something extraordinary
1: happens, then um, I feel the need to discuss it on the show. And that's why uh, Joe's here. So welcome to Sick and Wrong I'm There, Joe. So, uh, Wackerly, um, before we get to uh, my story, I want to ask you about um, something I heard. From a mutual friend of ours over the weekend, What's I heard you? that you rode a mechanical bull at a bar in Fremont with your yes, girlfriend. Yes, I
2: did. I'm not she, not with my girlfriend. No, it was a, no. You <laughs> my guys were there. But your girlfriend
1: but... was there, and so you guys went over there. And uh, what what were you doing at a cowboy bar in uh, Fremont? It's it was, just it seems very atypical. That's why I wanted to bring it up.
2: It was a birthday party, and I've been there before, and I think I've even talked about it on the show for a different birthday party. <laughs>
1: wasn't it the same bar that i was at with that like ultimate fighter guy yes and the pilates instructor yeah like a few so months ago i wasn't ago. even gonna
2: bring this up because i thought we'd already talked about it but yeah i did ride the mechanical bull but you know what it was i like never four bucks i think they lowered the price because of the recession or something so
1: how long did you last on the bull i don't know i mean were you wasted did <laughs> yes, someone have to did, but did they have to cajole My fucking you balls still hurt <laughs> did they have to cajole you into riding the bull or were you like fuck it let me at that bull. I'm Lance Wackerly.
2: The second. <laughs> no, we, here's the thing. We took a bus down there like, with this birthday. Not my birthday, but a birthday party of a girl I know um, with a bunch of people. Like We all paid for this fucking bus. We're drinking on the bus all the way down to Fremont. Uh, there were probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 of us there. And we're we're there for a long time and nobody none of us are riding the bull. It's this girl's birthday. We came so, all the way I mean, here. I, I came it was just I got exasperated. I was like, well if nobody's gonna fucking do it, I'm gonna do it. I don't wanna ride back <laughs> on the bus with the shame of none of us having ridden the bull.
1: At least one person from the party needs to ride. Well, and the it bull.
2: works too, because I rode it and then the girl's boyfriend got behind me in line. So like I kind of like Guilted him into doing it Which I guess was my point
1: See, for, when for I you. was there I, m- I remember like The only guys that were riding the bull Was like a bunch of Mexicans But then there were girls Drunk girls Lots that were, of girls Yeah, yeah lots it. of girls yeah. that were going I mean, to the bull
2: if I just drove down there And it wasn't a big party I would be content to just sit there And watch these girls grind on this fucking bull I mean they're all dressed like super slutty It's great It's better than a even if It's cheaper than a strip club I don't know if it's better than a strip club yeah. But but it's pr- well, pretty Well I think cool. if there are more tits there are like tits, it. though. They all have super low-cut, you know, shirts on. And I guess and... you
1: see the cleavage. Yeah, the bull's they're going slutty, and, and
2: they got tight jeans, but and you they're notice... grinding on this thing that's bucking their ass up and down.
1: But you notice that the bull operator, when a girl's on it, he's just going really slow, giving you ample shots of cleavage, just kind of back and forth. But yeah. as soon as a dude steps on that thing, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's like oh, you're, yeah, it's yeah. like uh, the rodeo oh, that totally. you see in the, on TV.
2: Maybe if you were corky or... <laughs>
4: <laughs> or yeah, Stephen you're Hawking,
2: you would t- take it easy on. Were, were you, there
1: but... any handicapped cowboys riding that bowl No, other than you,
2: no. But they <laughs> they pay. You know, the bar pays this one Mexican to ride it. <laughs> is is he, he he's really good because he's, he's a, a pro. pro. Yeah, and he'll and just to get like the crowd going, get other people to be like, I want to do that because he'll stay on there for like you know a minute and a half, and the thing's like whipping around at full speed.
1: So did you? Did, I mean, did you actually like complete the ride, or did you get bucked off?
2: Everybody gets bucked off except for that guy who's the ringer who's like a professional bull rider. He
1: must have no he must be a eunuch. He must have no balls.
2: Um the key is you have to it's uh very counterintuitive, right? <laughs> you have to <laughs> the mash The key to riding a bull. There's one you put your you hang on with one hand, right? And you and there's this little pad around the handle. You you have to mash your balls up into that pad. So it's counterintuitive. You're like I don't want my balls mashed into the pad. But you do because you if, have to. Because if you don't mash your balls into the pad, then your balls are repeatedly getting smashed into the pad.
1: Okay, so you, so you want to keep your, balls your crotch in there. as
2: tightly as possible against this. Like I guess it's like the on a real thing saddle. It would be like the pommel. So it's
1: like cramming it into like a nook. Sort yeah, because if you
2: them. don't, then it's like somebody, re- you know, repeatedly like I don't know ramming like a log into your crotch Sounds like high it hurt. Sounds
1: like it hurt. Yeah. So you, do you think, I was thinking about this after I heard about that story. Do you think in like Iran or in Iraq, they have a mechanical camel? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think so? Yeah, I
2: think
1: so. And they probably do at the bars over there. Yeah. Although I don't, I don't think they drink much. So maybe it's like, I don't yeah, know. They,
2: they smoke like keef. for, yeah, something. they smoke key the and, and drink cattle. coffee and get on the mechanical camel.
1: camel. We'll have to have someone verify that. That'd be nice. So, uh, contrary to your uh, Wild West weekend here, I actually had a pretty horrible day on Saturday. It was god awful. So, it's all my fault, too. It was all my doing. On Friday night, I uh, ended up getting trashed like 5 in the morning, and I had to be up at 10 to make a tattoo appointment. Uh, you know, I'm getting my, tam- my tramp stamp uh, touched up. California ass hat. <laughs> still got a couple more spots left, you know, that uh, still need to be filled in. But uh, yeah, so it's like the worst thing to do single-handedly if you get if you're hungover. The worst thing to do is to get tattooed for four hours of just pure pain. All I wanted to do is just lay in bed and watch um, Tim and Eric's awesome show. But no, instead I'm sitting there like getting my ass hat tattooed. It was awful. But you mean, know if
2: you ever had a kid and you wanted to like get custody, uh, they could just take copies of the show and you would never get custody of the kid. Because you talk, we talk about how we're like getting wasted every weekend. And, and getting my ass hat tattooed.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I think if they listen to any of the stories or maybe some of the things I've said about children in the past, yeah, I, don't maybe, think, I don't think they'd let me in anywhere near an elementary school. So I probably right. couldn't be just a substitute PE teacher yeah, either. You're right. You're right. All right. At this point, I feel like, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> so so anyway, cause. I'm getting tattooed. And uh, I get this text message from Joe over here. He's like, hey, dude, are you at home? And I was like, no, nah, I'm in Santa Rosa getting tattooed. He's like, wow, you're missing a pretty ghastly scene outside. And it pissed me off. It's like, you know, whenever something cool happens in the neighborhood, I fucking miss it. It's been a while since I've seen something cool. And, and this is definitely something cool. So I text him back. I'm like, what, what's going on? What happened? And he's like, woman just jumped out the fifth floor of the residential hotel across the street and uh, just... Only committed suicide and landed right on the sidewalk in front of the building. Wow. And uh, Joe took pictures, and he's here to talk about it right <laughs> now. So, Joe, um, being that I didn't get to see it, I only got to see the aftermath. When I got home, it was um, pretty – what I loved about it is like it's not like the police clean off the sidewalk. So, when I got home, Whoa. I just see a, a traffic cone just sitting in like a pool of just, just yeah. dried up
2: blood. Eventually. I bet you if you
3: go over there, you can still see it. They eventually hosed hosed it off. They they do did they hose it off? Somebody hosed it off. Probably the residential hotel manager. Yeah, yeah. but it was there for a while. And uh, (laughs) yeah. Well, you know, when I pulled
1: up, I just saw these uh, like four crackheads recounting the event to their friends. And uh, I don't know. I I just don't trust the crackhead narrative. So that's why we have you
3: here on the show.
1: So so, what happened? I mean, what were you doing? Were you just like, what time was it? What time of the day was it? It's on Saturday afternoon, right?
3: It was uh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it was around it was around three or so. I was uh, just just hanging out, about to have a little me time. <laughs> a little me time What does
1: that mean Candles you know, lit Masturbation
3: <laughs> Coffee It's the usual Saturday morning oh, okay. ritual Coffee Peruse bread tube Or whatever and yeah, You know Just whatever And uh, So this is a commotion Going on outside and, I mean uh, could you
1: hear People screaming Yeah outside? you can hear
3: People screaming But uh, you know Like as you know there's always screaming going on.
1: Yeah, no, and I mean, that's definitely not uncommon. I mean, And
3: so I was ignoring it like I always do. And I, the only time I go to the window is when there's something of... Like know, a
1: gunshot. A gunshot go, yeah. or,
3: or, you know, something that warrants me actually getting up and stepping away from from Red tube and, and,
1: <laughs> and Dude, red Tube's pretty engrossing. It's got to take, yeah, at yeah. least a gunshot to and get so, me to look out my And so I, I
3: heard a loud, a loud thump, like almost like, uh, you know, a car hitting another car. Oh, it sounded like a car accident. It was it, without the screeching tires. It was it was loud, and so I said, "Okay," and I you know pulled my pants up. Got, <laughs> <laughs> good that you, did that. Uh, you know, went to the window, and uh, I just see this lady. You know, just kind of splattered on Just the splattered half on the, on the like head was on the on the on the sidewalk and the rest of the body was in the street
1: well so what for what floor of the building do you, of our building do you live on
3: on the 10th so you're on
1: the 10th so was that like what floor did she jump from
3: so she jumped from the fifth
1: so she jumped from the fifth floor yeah and uh it seemed like she like half her body was lying in the street so she got some distance yeah there. definitely she distance definitely,
3: and it's a wide sidewalk it's a pretty yeah, wide sidewalk. It's a sidewalk. pretty wide
1: sidewalk. So, I mean, did she land head first? I mean, you showed me the picture of the bot. Did you, were you, you were taking pictures from yeah. your uh, it's and yeah. morbid?
2: <laughs> you know, I it heard is. actually. It's the type of thing you're only going to see once in exa- your life. You, so you got to take a picture. That's, That's exactly what, That's what I was what thinking.
3: I, think. I kind of was going,
2: is this right? It's right. But,
3: you it's know, totally how right. many chances am I ever going to have to yeah, take a picture the, like the this? Yeah, I the moral quandary. You can always delete that. It's not right, right. And <laughs> I actually didn't look at it again until, until just a few moments before this.
1: Oh, dude, no, it's, it's, um, it's definitely the right thing to do. I mean, to yeah. come on sick and wrong and uh, talk about this woman's suicide and show us the pictures that we're going to post on our site, right. definitely the right thing to do. Do so, you know, what's, what's funny is I was talking to the, um, the stoners who live across the hall, and the one dude was actually on Mushrooms. When, uh, Saturday, yeah, he was like on mushrooms. He was telling me, he's like, oh, dude, I heard all this screaming and, uh, shouting, like an argument or something. I look out my window and just see this lady drop. And I guess she landed on her head, like neck just snap. Like, was she contorted? Like, oh, yeah.
3: I mean, you could see in the photo that it's her, you know, her arms all. Just the like skewed, out of shape and, and, yeah, and her, you know, it's she's just, yeah. So I, I mean, mean, were
1: there like brains and skull fragments, blood? Like, not that I can see. Raspberry jelly, just <laughs> she's looking up not from
3: the tenth floor. <laughs> floor. I mean, I got it's pretty good eyesight, but it's not. It's <laughs> so the way didn't go
1: down, and I uh, just eventually, pick up the
3: scene? I eventually went down. Um, but uh, it was after they took her away. Okay, so how long did it take for the cops to come? Cops were there within like literally within like a minute. Oh, okay. like cops on bikes, cops on car. I mean, they just. Then they just closed off the whole block. I mean, like they blocked off the whole street both ways. Um and then it took a while for the ambulance to come actually. The the ambulance didn't come for like a good I'd say five to ten minutes. So what did they do? Did they cover up her body? Um yeah, eventually. Um so there she just to
2: make sure the crackheads aren't trying to take her fucking wallet out of her pocket.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh they weren't in a rush to take her to the hospital. I noticed. I mean, they. It, well, I would I think mean, if somebody was, you know, in a dire position like that, they would just right away just. Well, throw especially her. if
1: she was moving and screaming. Yeah. But she apparently, wasn't. she just seemed to be just motionless and bleeding heavily from her wounds. Yes. Wound. Uh,
3: yeah. 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 There was there was a large pool of blood in her, uh, in her in her torso area. Yeah, I
1: heard the uh, the uh, the guy across the hall was saying that uh, he could see intestines sticking out. Really? So, I don't know. I mean, I don't understand how it dropped that. I guess, uh, I mean. did say it was
2: on mushrooms, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why, like, that's exactly. That's why I was like, I don't know how credible of a source you right. are here. And
2: then they turned into, like, serpents, dude. <laughs> they tried to eat me, and I ran back inside and hid under my bed. <laughs> But, I wouldn't like to trip on mushrooms in the Tenderloin on a good day. No, <laughs> No seriously, way. dude. That's like go to like Golden Gate Park or some shit. No, yeah. it's, it's like if, if
1: you want to have trip. a trip that would be similar to the movie Jacob's Ladder, yeah, go walk yeah. around the Tenderloin on acid. That's but, your yeah, theme. It's a, yeah. yeah, it's like go go <laughs> or, to Golden Gate Park or not on acid. <laughs> it's still like Jacob's Ladder. Right. But so this lady's lying in the street. I heard that um, a couple of the other people I spoke to in the building said that the crackheads, like, kind of were the first people to see her because they I mean there's so many crackheads that are outside and like I guess a couple crackheads were arguing about whether or not she was dead like I guess one guy was just like Man, that bitch is dead, and the other guy's like, "Nah, she ain't dead, motherfucker." He's like, "That bitch is dead," and he was like clapping his hands. Like, did you see this?
3: Yeah, um, they were kind of yelling, you know, nine one one, nine one one, and then you know, one guy was clapping his hands, you know, and like like, to wake up, wake wake up, up, wake up, you know, and (laughs) and, uh, yeah,
1: that's before he
3: stole her wallet. (laughs) She was well, no, she she was wearing um, just pajamas.
2: Oh, okay. So unless
3: she had pajamas with the pockets. Maybe, you know, yeah, some
1: pajamas, but mi- I don't think <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, she was just so she was probably I mean, this is midday. She obviously was still in her PJs. Yeah, she and she just jumped. Do you know why this happened? Um, no, because I was looking in the paper to see if I could find a story about it. And there's nothing in the Chronicle.
2: Yeah, I it's, mean, a dude, it, it's, it's a bullshit paper. It's about it, to be closed down.
1: Yeah, I, I heard uh, the Chronicle is about to be shut down, which, you know, really, I, I couldn't care less. <laughs> But you know it's funny. It's like they'll have a you know a story about like some dude had his foot run over by a muni bus like in uh, the Mission. But it's like this lady commits suicide in broad daylight in front of everybody, and uh, it's not even in the paper. Yeah.
3: Well, apparently it happens all the time. Really? Uh, this is what someone that works in the ER, the local ER. You mean in the Tenderloin? It happens all the time. Uh, in San Francisco. Um, there's been a lot of, uh, apparently a few days earlier, there was um, in Brighton Union Square, there was a, a like, business guy who, because of the economy, um, slid his wrist and then jumped in front of like, a whole, in the middle of the day, in front of tourists.
1: You know, it'd be interesting to see if there's like a spate of suicides right now because of the recession. Like, have you read that much about it?
3: During the Great Depression, people were jumping out of buildings. That's, I mean, that happened. Yeah,
1: yeah, I heard about that, too. I mean, I I expect the the stock market guys, you know, like uh, the stock analysts to be doing this and freaking out, like on Wall Street. But, you know, I'm just surprised. Like, I haven't heard. Well, you know, actually, I take that back. I've seen a lot of stories of uh, murder suicides. Fathers just, like, murdering their whole families and committing suicide. Right now, because they can't afford to uh, feed right. their family.
3: That one black family,
1: it, and yeah. there's a Navina. Hispanic family. Uh, there's a white family, like in the Midwest. It just happened to. Yeah. So I imagine uh, that must happen a lot. But I, I, you know
2: what, though, I I gotta take issue with that. I I think it happens all the time. It's probably just a constant flow of people getting fed up, or you know, people fucking lose all their money in good economic times, just doing stupid shit like gambling,
1: gambling or something. But like the that.
2: media has has. Uh, you know, well they've kind of they have spun a reason to story. sensationalize yeah. it right now because it's like, oh yeah, it's the fucking economy, but really they're just it's the media just sensationalizing it because it plays into their whole like, you know, everybody panic and so, buy our fucking paper.
1: Yeah, but but you know what though, to be honest, I don't think the woman living in the coast hotel, residential hotel across the street, you know, was losing money a lot on of money Wall the Street. Stock market, no. you know?
4: <laughs> No. Yeah,
1: I, I don't think her stocks or her blue chips were failing here. <laughs> I mean, it's like... So what I was wondering, and this is what I heard, is that she could have been pushed out. Pushed uh, out the window. Because I heard there's an argument ensuing like prior to the fall.
3: It's Yeah, I don't know. Um, I didn't see the cops arrest anybody. Uh, I would assume if that was... The case they would have
1: yeah, they would have arrested somebody they would have arrested
3: somebody because you know they it there was a scene there for a long time, I mean they had the area taped off, and the cops were taking pictures and you know uh, and did
1: they cover her eventually they did they, they covered joke. her,
3: which made me say okay there's, there's no chance she's, you she's,
1: know i, I didn't for ask you initially, how old was this woman
3: uh she was i'd say. Well, you know it 's hard to tell sometimes with with drug addicts they they tend to look older than they are, but i 'd say she was in her fifties,
1: yeah, I love when you see a tweaker and you 're just like god thats scary looking you know fifty year old lady and she 's like eighteen right because there 's a lot of them out here. Did you ever that- see
3: a tweaker from far away, and you go wow she 's pretty cute." And then you get a little bit closer, and you go, "No,
1: the yeah, this is
2: not good. No, yeah, it's a lady
1: that can all. remove the eye from dark crystal, yeah. and you're just like, ah, what is that? No, I mean it happens all the time out here. Yeah, yeah Have you ever seen you that? Usually, w-
2: wake up next to them, and you
1: yeah, know, and then I'm like, Jesus, how much did, how much tecate did I drink yeah. last night? I got to move
3: to a better neighborhood.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. See if I was in Russian Hill." I'd be yeah. moving,
3: you know, I'd be waking up to a way better looking chick. She'd be a little bit probably annoying.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, but, she might be like an amputee or something, but yeah. she will not be like a gross no little crackhead.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no scabs or venereal <laughs> disease. So this woman is like 56-year-old lady, and uh, I heard that her boyfriend or someone ran out and was hysterical.
3: S- yes, yeah.
1: And yelling to people, yeah, saying something yeah. like, well, so, so what I heard from the guy across the hall, once again, you know, it's uh, he was on mushrooms, but he said <laughs> the, that there was the a mushroom a, a, reporter. Well, there was a black guy, like another like emaciated tweaker looking black guy that ran out like a dirty wife beater. And he was like sitting there, yeah. you know, uh, hysterical, like crying and then saying, I didn't do it. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. But I kept saying it over and over again to the cops. The cops were trying to reason with him. For he, a bit, did you did you see this guy?
3: I saw him. I didn't really hear what he was saying. He was just yeah. He was
1: just like screaming, obviously
3: and... upset, and he was just. Uh, so, um,
1: do you think he chucked her out the window?
3: I don't. I don't. You got to be pretty strong to chuck somebody I mean out the window project them like that I mean that's, well, I mean if there's an
1: argument or something I and yes tweakers are fucking annoying but there is about ba- they have a little
3: <laughs> mini like sort of balcony thing like not one that you would stand on but like where you put like flowers and stuff so I think if somebody's pushing out the window uh I don't know well I just feel that if this Be
1: is pre- a premeditated suicide she would have went somewhere like the golden gate bridge It jumped off. Why would you jump off at a residential hotel? Beth do not have a lot
2: of initiative to get up. Maybe she was trying to be. She was in her pajamas. Someone original.
3: PJs. She was like, I've seen that movie. (laughs) I I don't want to be. Yeah, you know.
2: She's like, I've seen the. I'm different, sort of. She's loyal to the tenderloin.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Wow. So so basically, what they do? Did they end up uh, calling
3: the coroner? And um, they, you know, like I said, like they weren't in a rush to take her away in the ambulance. They did put a neck brace on her. You know, they put a neck brace on a corpse. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah and then why? They,
3: and then they took, you know, they 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 drove her away. But it was it was a while. I remember th- saying like, wow, this is so long. They're not really rushing. Like they weren't in a rush to take her to the hospital. Were
1: they allowing people to stand on the sidelines to just kind of peek? Yeah. Or did they make okay? So you no, could yeah. just
3: gawk. You could rubberneck. neck. Yeah, totally. So
1: were the crackheads
3: all just kind of standing there like, damn, damn? Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, they were like tourists. There were bad. there were some tourists like walking by that kind of wandered up from Union Square. Well, I thought it was funny that it happened right in front of that like uh, posh
1: bar that's across the street, right. that uh, bourbon, and branch. bourbon branch. Yeah, <laughs> I know you can't afford to go there, but uh, Do yeah, people
2: understand happened. that the listeners that like you know the Tenderloin is weird and fucked up for the most part, but then there's like nice bars around. Well, there's you have signs to, like, get of, reservations to even get into. Yeah,
1: there's signs of gentrification that's happening now. Like if I if I actually was a wealthy man. I would probably buy up some of these shithole dive bars right now because they're going to be, once these yuppies want to buy them, I mean, they're going to offer you a lot of money. Yep.
4: Yeah. You like flip that, it.
1: Yeah. You flip it and then make it into a place where white people go. Yeah. <laughs> you, you make bank. So they eventually, uh, they, they put her in an ambulance,
3: which is kind of weird. Well, and yeah, how else away. are they going to take her away? I don't know the procedure. They, like, they don't
2: have a truck that just says corpses yeah. on the side. <laughs> how else do you get rid Death of a Death truck. They just throw it in the trunk yeah. of the cop car. No, like there's like a, the there's a city corner.
1: Down. There's a city corner, and it, it's like this kind of leads into my next. Right,
2: but does he have his own car?
1: Yeah, then there's like a city corner. Like It's not hearse, <laughs> but it's like a, kind of like a paddy wagon looking thing. Really? Are you yeah, making this up? I am not making this up. And, and this is going to kind it of leave.
2: look to... like a dump truck with a big scoop on
1: the back? It's an ice cream truck. It has that like. What is this? a skull little... on the top instead. And,
4: yeah.
1: and it's playing Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> it's just coming around like picking up corpses. Angel courses. of Death. <laughs> yeah, Angel of Death. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, I saw a homeless guy. Yeah, you know, I've seen. This is my next question here. Being that we live in a uh, large metropolitan area, and especially Wackerly lives in Oakland. Where it's like the highest murder per capita, one of the highest cities. No, the, it's not. Isn't one of the. Oakland has one of the highest murder it's rates. It's like
2: third highest, but Detroit. Third. Yeah, but Detroit and Baltimore are, are each like two times as high as Oakland.
1: Okay, well, a sizable <laughs> murder rate.
2: It is the third. In, in Oakland, line. okay? But it's, there's a big gap to the How next many
4: dead
3: one? bodies have you seen other than this one? Besides, like, a, a funeral? I'm not uh, saying a funeral. Yeah, yeah. Funeral this is, is the account. first one that I've actually...
1: Like a stranger on the street right. dead. Yeah, first time. Whether it be it murder or suicide. This is the first time? Yeah, this is the first time. Which is, I find kind of interesting, being in a city where, quote-unquote, from the ER nurses that it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many have you seen in None. Oakland? Yeah, you haven't seen any, which is kind of...
2: Uh, I mean, I don't... The, the, the murders in Oakland happen in, like, specific areas. That yeah, I'm it's not, not going like you're into. hanging out in East Oakland
1: dealing... Yeah. Uh, little bags of weed or yeah just walking
2: around for a stroll on a sunday afternoon i've never been oh. in this neighborhood before good sir what is your name is that a dead body and uh, are you trying to sell me marijuana
3: <laughs> how dare you? And then you then you you off your hat and. You... Yeah. i'll be
2: off
1: Flip now my <laughs> my fucking
2: hand. No. i could have seen that chauncey bailey body Oh I mean, yeah, I saw that was the right, cops, the but I didn't know what it was and I was late for work and I was if I would have walked the other way two blocks I probably He was the been so uh, editor of that Oakland newspaper. I don't know, it that was a little yeah, shitty
1: little newspaper. newspaper. Yeah. Well, I remember one time I've seen a couple bodies here. Like when I first moved into this apartment, I remember uh, my girlfriend was over at the time. And I I was like I, I don't know, I think I was going to the store or something. I came back, she was hysterical. She was like, "Oh my god, I heard all these gunshots." And we went up to the roof. And yeah, like right at Cinnabar, which is like what? On a, is that Ellison Jones or Ellison? Yeah, Ellison Jones. Mm. I just block heaven. away. Yeah, heaven. <laughs> a block away, there's a drive-by and like three people were dead. And they had like sheets over them and like there's blood. But we were up on the roof with a bunch of other people. It's like, wow, you know, it's pretty cool. I didn't actually go down there and investigate. But I remember one time I saw a, uh, a homeless man. Uh, he got hit by a bus. And I just kind of saw his body like on the ground just. Covered in blood, he was a bloody mess, and there people were just kind of standing there, all like, "Once again, wow, that guy's dead. Yeah, he's totally dead." <laughs> you know, and everyone just kind of has to confirm that he's dead. What else do you say? But the uh, the at that time though, the city coroner pulled up in a, in a corner truck, and uh, the the one dude's just like, "You got to search his pockets." So the other guy, and the guy's like, "It's your turn," and then <laughs> he like put on his gloves and searched his pockets, trying to find ID. Uh-huh. And he was just some homeless guy, and then they ended up just kind of uh, wrapping him up. And pick him up and just put him in the back of the truck.
2: So he didn't have an ID because he was homeless?
1: I don't think he had anything in his pockets other than a crack pipe. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But they, but what I'm saying is I'm surprised they would uh, put this lady in an ambulance. Obviously, she hasn't moved for the past 15 minutes.
2: Well, yeah, but that yeah. doesn't mean you're dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean you if know. your head is smashed like a fucking melon, that means you're dead. But- right you don't want to be the guy who didn't put the neck brace on and then she came to later and you right. get sued because now she's paralyzed. Yeah, I mean, now though, she's paralyzed. Even for though I had nothing to do with the not having a neck brace on, but now you're like blamed for it, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, it's a interesting thing that I missed once again. So uh, thank you, Joe, for uh, keeping me posted. On yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. I was so pissed. I'm like, at my, you know, I'm getting my tattoo and I'm like, man, I always miss the cool <laughs> shit. My tattoo artist is like, dude, would you really want to see that? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like that would ruin my day. Then he wrote, think, "This
2: guy is a fuck on your
1: back." And fucking <laughs> He drew like a cock and balls <laughs> on, my, on my back. Well, it did, it did <laughs> ruin. It. It
3: did ruin my whole red two experience for yeah. a good for a good hour. I
1: imagine that would be kind of a boner killer. It was for a little, a bit. little bit. But it's one of those
3: things where yeah, I I, I called like you back. Yeah, I, I called because I was like, I gotta talk to somebody about this. I'm, yeah, it's you a know. And, and, uh, yeah, and your mom might not have enjoyed it. No, no. She's like, Joe, you were doing what? Yeah. When you saw the body. Yeah. I'm like red too, but it's not the point. It's the point is this lady.
1: So uh, you know I w- I want to pose a question to the audience. We just brought up how many dead bodies have you seen? I'm not talking to the Iraq war guys cuz I know you've seen like a million dead bodies. But I'm talking about the people that live in like wherever. I mean, wh- whatever city you live in. Call us. Let's us know how many people you've seen dead, murdered, suicide, whatever that Aren't related to you and at a funeral, so just give us a call and uh, you know maybe we'll do an intro or whatever to play some of these calls on the show. Sure, so I imagine our audience probably has seen its fair share of dead bodies. Somebody has. Somebody has,
2: especially in Australia. Oh yeah, i are not the road warrior.
1: We're not talking dead, dead bodies
2: all over the place, and we're
1: not talking dead koalas here, though. No, Friggin dead humans. So, people, this is episode one sixty-four of uh, SICK and WRONG. I want to do a quick recap of last week's show. Uh, We had uh, three really good stories come from uh, three listeners who combed the internet for these stories. Uh, Listener A here, Major Tom, sent a story about a Spanish mother who um, got her own revenge on her daughter's rapist. Um, The second listener, Rob, sent a story about uh, English urine feces spring man. And uh, the third listener, Boy, I'm Ace, which I had trouble pronouncing that in the last show. Yeah. Um, he sent in a story about a, I think sub- it's a she, but, or he or she sent in a story about a suburban band, Serbian bandits that, uh, got a guy by the balls,
2: suburban, Serbian, <laughs>
1: suburban, <laughs> Serbians. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say, uh, believe it or not. Uh, the Spanish mother who lit her daughter's rapist on fire came in first place with 106 votes. So congratulations, major Tom. You won episode 163. Rob came in second place with 84. He had the English uh, feces spray guy. And uh, third place was the uh, Serbian bandits who cut off the dude's balls with 68 votes.
2: Hmm. Not um, I have a whole lot of sympathy for suburban Serbians with their balls Serbians, cut off. Suburban Serbians, yeah, with their balls cut off. That's uh, too bad.
1: Okay. People, you know the way this show works. Wacker and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. Present them here on the show. Audience votes. Winner gets a case of beer. Uh, we also throw in a wild card to a listener submission, which you can send to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com, or just uh, submit directly through the forum. Uh well, actually, once again, we got some really good listener submissions here for this week. Yeah. So I felt, you know what? Let's just have the listeners have their say. And uh, we're going to choose, I chose three, handpicked three really good listener stories. And uh, yeah, why don't we uh, do that for episode 164. <laughs>
2: all right this is from seth in florida i don't know which part of florida but some part uh and it's a story set in thailand something happened to a guy who was an italian can you keep all that straight
1: all right it happened in thailand yeah (laughs) to an an italian Italian man. man
2: And the story's from Seth from Florida. Okay. He doesn't make any comments other than saying that he's Seth from Florida. Um, Westerners, uh, Italy, (laughs) being in the West, Severed Head was found in a plastic bag hanging from a rope from a bridge in Thailand on Monday.
1: Sounds like a mafia-style killing.
2: Well, yeah. The 53-year-old Italian named Maurizio Tosadori, uh, he tied a rope around his neck and jumped from the Rama- Eight bridge uh leaving nothing behind but an indecipherable note that one italian embassy official believed had coded messages indicating a russian mob style execution <laughs> not an italian mob style a execution. russian mo- Wait, is a russian that like- mob. they're trying to redirect the whole you know uh, italian stereotype, yeah, stereotype. stereotype. The russians there but what I don't Very get crafty, about it... Very crafty, those Italians.
1: Is that like a common thing in Russia to like kill somebody and hang their head off a bridge or whatever it was?
2: Um, well, you know, they identified this guy. Th- that'll come become more apparent later on. Uh, Deputy Police Chief Pol Jen Jonrak Judednon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: one of those things that no vowels, all
2: consonants. <laughs> uh, he said that a guest house owner, Weimon Jaijong... Uh, Contacted police and confirmed that the dead man was this Tosadori guy Because he'd been renting I think it's her her guest house um, But not apparently paying up his bills very well Uh, John Grac, That's the cop Said in a police conference on Monday That Giovanni already contacted his embassy in Bangkok And confirmed he's still alive They thought it was another Italian guy Who it didn't turn out to be Jeta Giovanni That doesn't really matter it wasn't. It was this other guy. This,
1: this Italian guy must have been a total deadbeat because I've heard in Thailand, you could have like 50 like, grand yeah. in the bank and live like a king.
2: Yeah. yeah. You his, know rent, I mean? his rent at this guest house was probably the equivalent of like a dollar a month. Exactly.
1: Like this so Italian guy fuck? must
2: have had no money. Hustle. They, so they went to this guy's room, the Tosadori guy, who had turned out actually to be... And they found uh, his passport, which showed that he did entered Thailand on February 6th, just recently. So he'd already run out of money. He'd only been there like one what? month. Yeah, not even a month. <laughs> not even a month. Um, and he came from Cambodia, so I don't know. He's got to be like a heroin addict, right? He's I just, think... He's just touring the the East... Smoking up all his money and opium, Did, and do, uh, or just injecting the hard stuff. I'd wager
1: this guy was either a heroin addict or the he's going the Gary Glitter route. He's a pedophile. Dude, he's coming up from boys. Cambodia, the Thailand. I don't know. There's something shady I think, I think shady heroin going on. is
2: more expensive for the young boys, though. <laughs> don't you? Uh, they also found a letter written in English dated February 21st, 2009, uh, addressed to Wymon. She's the lady who owns the guest house, which read, thank you very much for everything. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. And it was signed by this guy. Um, photos found in the room showed that Tassadori had a small lump to the left of his forehead. And the head that was hanging from the bridge also had the same lump. So they're saying that like this is how they identify the guy. And I guess we've talked about this before, right? So he, he used such a long rope. We've talked about using piano wire, hanging yourself and wrapping piano wire around all your limbs and then Yeah.
1: And then it severs it your severs limbs. It severs every part
2: of your body, but and it
1: hangs like You can even like use a, a
2: big rope if you've got like thirty feet of it or, or longer. Well, remember that, Because uh, by the time the ropes snatch, you're gonna be going so fast if you get a really tall bridge.
1: Remember that English bloke that was like he tied his uh, he tied like a rope like around his neck and floored his Maserati and just, his Maserati, yeah. just
2: ripped his Same head off? Thing. Yeah. yeah, same kind, same concept. So right? that's what he did. So he hung himself, but his body like sheared right off of you know his head. And, and so, back.
1: but how did his head get in a bag?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I guess he probably put a bag around his head to uh, so that it would hang there. Well, it's like insurance. Oh, Okay. <laughs> if if you don't actually <laughs> snap your neck, you know, you will go unconscious and you'll suffocate. And
1: you'll suffocate.
2: Yeah. Some people put bags over their head even, even when they like. Yep go in the garage and turn the car on you know that sort of thing maybe just, just covering
3: all the bases maybe it's just a conscientious <laughs>
1: you
2: know he's just like i don't want to make a mess yeah i don't think thailand's that clean though <laughs> but i don't know because they talk about this lump on his forehead maybe he had like a brain tumor and he was just like i can't deal with it do they give any explanations they don't say why anything about the lump other than that's how they knew that it, that's how they really determined that it was his head um, the a guest house owner said he it would been had been two weeks before since he'd last paid anything. Um, they think that maybe he had no place to go and felt guilty, that's why he committed suicide.
1: Um, well, obviously, he's out of money, deadbeat, spent it all on uh diddling the little boys, <laughs>
2: right? And finally, the last I don't know why she says this, but the landlord says that he gave me 2,000 baht. Um, during his stay, total just like a quarter. And she points out that Mauricio was was poor and a chain smoker. You know when Thai people call you a chain smoker, <laughs> you smoke a fucking lot. Like. You're smoking two at a time at that point. Because yeah, you've ever seen Thai people Yeah, smoke?
1: They, they got that uh, ubiquitous cigarette. It's yeah. just like I, I don't just know. constantly just hanging. out I don't know what their mouth.
2: definition of a chain smoker is, but it's yeah, got to be Yeah,
1: this ridiculous. guy must have, been, must have really smoked. Yeah. Well, he's not smoking anymore, so. Well, you know, I'm going to have to give him a pretty high rating because he accomplished the suicide that I've always dreamed of. You know, I don't I,
2: understand how the head, because there's pictures. I'll put them up. The head is still hanging there. Yeah, I don't. I mean, how does the body and the head not just both fly off in separate directions? You know. Well,
1: I thought, you know, people thought he was murdered, and that you know he's or executed mob style, and it looked like that. I mean, if you saw the way the head was hanging in a bag,
4: yeah, yeah, I I mean, it was kind of
1: ominous, right? And but uh, but uh, the fact that he was able to accomplish that himself. He basically turned himself into a Halloween decoration.
2: He was lazy all his life, but he really made something. It was suicide. It
1: is, it is suicide. So for Good that job. reason, I'm giving him 4.5. I'll
2: give it 4.5 as well. well.
1: what do you think, Joe? Uh, what is the, the highest?
2: Five. Dude, it's a five
1: brown star scale, right? <laughs>
2: yes. So uh, one t- being the
1: lowest and uh, not so sick, five being extremely sick. Yeah, and, uh, yeah it's
3: up there. I'd give it a, a 4.5.
1: 4.5? Yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll see what the audience has to say yeah. about that. Yeah. People, you know where to vote. Signalpodcast.com. I'm going to do the second story here for episode 164. It was sent in by um, Kayla6996. I don't know if that's a different Kayla than 6995, but um, I'm willing to assume it is. <laughs> Kayla says, saw this article and had to send it in to you guys. Nebraska man says he put cat in his bong three times. Did you hear about this, Wackerly?
4: Yeah, I have to
2: admit that I did hear about this. As
1: a former cat owner yourself, are you appalled?
2: Uh, I guess so. I mean, I've seen the pictures and... Uh... I'm not overly appalled. <laughs> i <mean>, I <right. laughs> <I'm> more <laughs> laughed at the story than anything. Not to admit. It is kind of funny. I didn't like, uh, you know, put a PETA banner in my window or anything. Anyway.
1: <laughs> you go run to the animal shelter the and adopt like three cats. It's dead, right? Nah, dude, no. it's happy now. <laughs> uh, this happened in Omaha, Nebraska. A man who stuffed, I like the, the some of the verbiage in this article. A man who stuffed his girlfriend's cat into a makeshift bong and smoked marijuana through it said on Tuesday that he had done it on other occasions and that it calmed the cat down.
2: Well, here's the other thing to point out. Everybody smoked out of bongs in college. This isn't a bong. This isn't like a bong you bought at the head shop that's like a long tube with water in the bottom. It's some weird fucked up pipe he made. Well, Well, no, dude, this is
1: like totally, this is a testament to how pot make stoners creative for the wrong purposes
2: for one purpose for one purpose (laughs) but instead of
1: like, you know, writing a book or accomplishing something in life, it's like they design another device that will allow them to smoke even more pot
3: and and will fit the cat.
1: And yeah. (laughs) And so apparently this dude, uh, designed, uh, it was like a, the bong had a foot long piece of garden hose coming out of a plexi class box that was secured with duct tape. And, uh, it was constructed in such a way that the cat did not get immersed in smoke to the extent some might believe. <laughs> but still, I mean, it was basically a chamber right. that was filled with marijuana
3: smoke yeah. and cat. I don't know if you saw the picture. You saw you.
4: Yeah, you saw I saw the a picture. picture. It looked like it looked
0: a shoebox.
3: Like well, look like a yeah, like look like a Tupperware. A Tupperware a, like oh uh, a Tupperware container container and it didn't look that big to me uh, if it was a normal size like house cat it seemed like the cat would have been kind of stuffed in there
1: well I think this is a six month old cat
2: so it's kind of <laughs> small
4: it was small yeah, it's
2: like its developmental years so that makes it better yeah. Yeah. did he just, did he have this pipe or did he make this pipe to put the cat in. You know or do they, they have a, it before. That's a good
1: question. I, I, they don't specify whether he had made the 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 pipe just to put the cat in or if he just had it and was like one day just stone being like dude this will shut that cat up.
2: I don't understand I'm what, shove it in the pipe. If it's not to put the cat in, I don't understand what the purpose of it is. It's huge, it's unwieldy. I mean, do you There's no water. I, what know, goes in, what goes in that chamber right. if it's not the cat?
1: I imagine it's just like uh, Marijuana smoke collects You can just kind of You know how like They have those I forgot the name of the pipe It's like a humidor Or whatever that pipe is You don't, you don't even have to Really breathe anymore It just kind of shoots The right. smoke into your lungs
2: Right Have you po- seen that? A gravity bong Gravity a bong, bong yeah.
1: And
3: I, I That's maybe, not But is. that all has to do With water Because you're no, cooling but, no, but The smoke this is gravity
1: bong This is like uh, I've seen But this isn't plugged in But you plug it in and, uh, <laughs> Yes it, it actually It's like it an electric it, bong yeah. yeah
4: The vapor Vaporizer?
1: Maybe it's a vaporizer. vaporizer. <laughs> Lance isn't even I a stoner, it, no. and he knows. I can't. What this I thing can't is.
2: even smoke pot, or I freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Me so too. what i wonder, So the,
1: this pipe, the guy, the reason the guy stuffed the cat into the bong in the first place is that it calmed the cat down. What do you think the cat was doing? To 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 cause this dude to shove the cat you, into. You, tub- you've
2: had cats. I mean, I don't. I don't have anything against cats. I kind of like cats, but sometimes they're just fucking annoying. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I mean, would you, like, how high do you think this guy must have been? Scratch the
2: shit out of everything, won't shut up, you know?
1: But I mean, how high do you think this guy must have been before he was just like, dude, I'm just going to shove it in the bong, it'll shut it up?
2: (laughs) Pretty high. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but people like that are just high all the time. Yeah. I also
1: find it it funny that it was his girlfriend's cat, not his own. Yeah. (laughs) So then I think it's kind of like, yeah, why not? (laughs) Uh, So his name is Asia Showmaker of Lincoln, Nebraska. He said he never intended to hurt six-month-old Shadow. And you should see a picture of this guy. I mean, he seriously looks like the quintessential stoner.
2: Dreadlocks?
1: Yeah, he's got like kind of blonde, sort of scraggly hair. And he's just like, his eyes are just kind of narrow slits. And I just completely ran, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, I shoved the cat in a bong." <laughs> Is there something wrong with
2: that? That's the other thing. Like, you know, he thought it was great. I mean, these type of people think that like, pot's great for you, man. It makes my brain work better, and like, I can run really far, and like, yeah, for animals, love it too. It's awesome. It calms them down. It calms them down. It's not good to be stressed out, so they get lower stress levels. It's great. So the it's way like he had, you know. Uh, Bad intent. No,
1: I don't think he really... Well, he had good intentions,
3: paid. but what I have to remind you is that the road to hell was paved. Was
1: paved. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. With good intentions. He can't lose yeah. sight of that. Uh, so what's funny is there's a way the guy actually got caught. So Lancaster County Sheriff's Deputies are responding to a domestic disturbance at the residence. So obviously his girlfriend... Wasn't too happy with the way he calmed down her he cat. Was beating the
2: sh- she was beating the shit out of
1: him. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just think uh, he refused to, um, you know, let the cat out of the bog and she was upset about it. So they to the 20-year-old Schumacher on suspicion, misdemeanor, animal cruelty after catching him. They walked in on him smoking marijuana from a box-like contraption that had the cat stuffed inside. <laughs> so they walk into the room and the dude's just like, What's up, Popo?
2: <laughs> 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 Did that bong just
4: meow?
1: <laughs> but you know, it's plexiglass. So you can see the cat's face just shoved up against it. Like, let me out. I'm so stoned.
2: <laughs> I'm too high. I'm, too, I'm high. too high. I'm done.
1: Showmaker's girlfriend here, Marissa Voe, was also ticketed for animal cruelty because she didn't try to stop him. Really, what is she supposed to do?
2: I'm I'm assuming she's a stoner also. Yeah. You don't have an issue to do anything.
1: She just didn't like the cat tasting weed. Uh, Vo was 22 years old. She said she took the, in the cat about two months ago from friends who had abused it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's but you,
1: it. you know what's kind of funny is like, what did they do to it? Like, you know, uh, feed it, like Crack. make it bong beers. <laughs> it was hooked up to a beer bong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Um, Showmakers said the cat would bite and scratch them but he didn't want to discipline it by swatting or skirting water at it. It obviously takes too much energy. He said that he uh, didn't bring it to an animal shelter because they feared he would, they would put it down. So instead, he decided to use the makeshift bong because he had heard people calming their pets by blowing marijuana smoke in the pets' faces.
3: <laughs> so he took it one step further. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put and Put it and in the, the
1: bong, jungle. bro. It <laughs> Just imprison it yeah. in, the, in its bong <laughs> prison. Exactly. Um, I know for sure this isn't the first time someone has done this, said Schumacher. That's probably true. I'm just the first one to get caught, bro. Could you
2: smoke through, like, one of those habit trail things, you know, with the little <laughs> tubes that the hamsters yeah. go through? It kind of looks like a bong anyway. <laughs>
1: right. You mean and have the hamster, like, move on? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Trail, yeah. yeah. That, that could work. <laughs> but, you know, I bet you if you're a really clever stoner is you could hook up the wheel so the hamster's actually, you know, pumping, pumping the, the air pump the, pumping air the, into the into pipe. Lungs, yeah. That might work," Um, he said. He put the cat in the bong a total pending. (laughs) He put the cat in the bong a total of three times, and it seemed to calm the cat every time we took her out. She'd pretty much just lay down, proceed to clean herself, and act like a stone person. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what would the cat do? Keep repeating herself and uh, eating Fruit Loops with peanut butter? (laughs) (laughs) Is that that what they do?
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, apparently he was lectured by uh, law enforcement animal specialists about why what he did was cruel. Frankly, do you really think? And Joe, do you really think what he did was cruel? Stoning out his pet.
3: I, well, being a a card carrying PETA member. Yeah, you're um, a vegan, Joe. Are you you
1: appalled by this? uh, this I just think
3: it's just stoner, you know, kind of stupidity. Like it's the same sort of mentality where the people they put the cat in the microwave because the cat was wet or something and they're like it's just gonna fucking dry him out a little bit you know like it's for not, some reason
1: that's worse it's, oh it's way worse <laughs> it's but it's, like, it's the yeah. same
3: sort of mentality this
1: cat's alive but stupid
3: right it's not fried well it's fried <laughs> yeah. in another sense but uh yeah I don't know it's, it's, it's definitely a little bit extreme
1: well I mean did you ever have an animal that liked to get stoned I remember well, of I, course
3: of course everybody who ever smoked pot I'm sure smoked blown this, the, the pot yeah. smoking and the you know in the animals. Well, I, had face. This,
1: I had this wretched cat that I kind of inherited Judas. You remember that animal? She was yeah, just like she was all right. Black cat. She just didn't like anybody. The worst disposition. You you'd never see her. She's the kind of cat you walk in the room and she's gone. She's hiding under the bed or something until you smoke weed. Like once you smoke weed, the cat would come out and like sit on the the armchair of the uh, sofa or whatever and just. Inhale as much weed as possible. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like weed. And She it,
2: never bought a bag herself, man. Fucking leech.
1: <laughs> but it, she would sniff out wherever, like, uh, you know, if I just bought some weed, you know, or bought some marijuana, I'd put it in a bag and, like, hide it in my, like, uh, little drawer or something. She would climb in there and find it and eat it. That's shitty. Yeah, it sucked. And then get really sick and shit all over my house. She was a horrible cat. I gave away <laughs> five times, kept getting her back. But then, then she loved having she loved the smell of weeds, so we'd blow it in her face all the time. And I mean But yet we didn't shove her and no. you know, where she couldn't escape it if she wanted to. And I think that's what uh, that that's that the difference here.
2: I'm just disappointed. I mean, he's he's not really Kingstoner, Because right? if he was Kingstoner he would have designed a bong that he could get in, <laughs> and then the cat, and then make, train the cat to suck the smoke with him in there. Yeah, no, no,
1: that, that would that, be that, that, would king, king that would be stoner. Like,
2: big Lebowski level of. Smoke
1: yeah, that's weed. like uh, yeah, I think that's like when you get to like professional <laughs> stoner level.
2: Go, Wiggles, <laughs> do it. Pull the carb. <laughs> <I'm> ready. <laughs> Let's do this thing. I got the cat.
1: So on the Sigarong star scale. Yeah, it's sick. You shouldn't imprison an animal inside its, you know, marijuana prison here. Uh-huh. And but I so mean, so many,
2: uh, you know, marijuana addicts are trapped in their own marijuana prison. That's the analogy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then that, that's that's what you're supposed to get out of this. But you know what though? How different is this from like. You know, all those ghetto kids that are trapped in like a small little studio apartment where their parents are smoking blunts all day. Yeah. You know, or in a car. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they, at least this is an, an animal it's, and
3: it lives. So I'm going to only give this three stars. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, it doesn't come close to any kind of Michael Vick, you know. Yeah, dude. They, you know, I mean,
1: dogs eating each other. Yeah, or whatever. it's not You're that. Dogs I, fighting or whatever. Yeah,
3: I'd give it like a, I don't know, 2.5 Ooh, that's slow. Three. Low. three. I
1: don't um, know. Can you can 2. you point do? Is, it's fair yeah, it's I'm going to say 2.5. Yeah, I, I what think about the Cat enjoyed it, so 3.5. 3.5.
2: <laughs> it's a
1: stoner cat. If it now. was a
2: bigger chamber and it had room to move around, uh, I'd give it a lower score. But it was kind of trapped in that little box. Yeah, yeah, I picture
1: it. I mean, and we'll post a picture of this bong. That might that might sway some voters.
3: I'm not advocating it in any way.
1: And <laughs> uh. had they been, he'd been like, you know having, like, drops of acid on the cat's tongue. Right. That would have been a different story. Yeah. You don't give acid to animals, but, yeah, <laughs> they like pot. They do. So, uh, Joe, I think you're going to do uh, story number three here. Send in from another listener.
3: Yeah, this is from... This uh, is Joe's
1: first time ever doing a story on Sick and Wrong, so uh, the pressure's on.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be professional like uh, me and Wackerly. Yeah. <laughs> you can uh, do this. Yeah, I can do it. Uh, yeah, this is sent in from Ben. Um, this is a uh, air pistol up up the bum. Oh. Uh this is pretty funny. Uh, a German steel foundry worker uh was given 9 months uh of a jail sentence after poking an air rifle up his friend's bottom and firing it uh <laughs> which which in the end caused his intestines to explode.
1: See I I want to hear this because I don't understand how that could happen.
3: Yeah. Um so, uh, Dennis Schwartz, 25, um, said he... Jewish y- guy. Yeah. Who who would have known? Uh, Embarrassment.
2: <laughs> I thought they got all those guys out of Germany. Yeah, I know. I thought they, they exterminated them. In. This is
3: what's left. These, these They're guys. They're with air rifles. Yeah. Worst
1: Orkin Man ever. Dude, right. we're getting our revenge. Did they just make a movie with Daniel Craig? Same kind of concept
2: here? Yeah. That was Poland.
1: Oh, okay.
3: So, he said uh, Daniel Schwartz... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Dennis Schwartz... So he, he only wanted to help his pal um, who complained about sweaty buttocks from working in the Halberg Gus factory where molten metal kept temperatures soaring. Um, so. <laughs> 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 Do you think that's like a typical complaint there
1: at the steel factory? God, my, my, my buttocks are my so buttocks sweaty. My buttocks <laughs> are so
2: sweaty. Uh. <sighs> are I they mean, talking about the crack, right? Not the outside of the cheeks. I mean, isn't your whole fucking body sweating? Why are are you specifically worried about your body? He's just got a sweaty ass. Because you're
1: German and you're obsessed with shyself. And you shaved all your ass off. You shaved all your ass And you got a
2: drip down there. It's like, mine shaved, (laughs) (laughs) hiney. All right, all
3: right, right. didn't mean to interrupt you. He said he he jokingly uh, offered to help his friend cool down by blowing some air over him. Uh, and said, this is in quotes. Um, we often played around with air rifles. It was just a bit of fooling around. I said I was going to shoot him in the bum. He said he didn't care. Uh, and I pulled the trigger and he just collapsed. So this is end quote. Um, that's what he said. Um, so,
1: uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude, you know, if you've, you've worked in factories and you go to factories I regularly, but do you see workers playing around with air rifles?
2: Um, No, but it wouldn't surprise me I mean, I worked This is a foundry This is another level I mean, they have like Molten iron pouring over But I worked at a Steel press plant And uh, yeah It was a big old Skanky factory With a lot of crusty workers And there were a lot of Fucked up people there And I can totally see Something like this happening but so
1: but, I mean, was this like horsing around? Though it sounds like that's what I'm saying like, like horsing
3: around was one thing, but I mean, it's what sounds like um, it what... sounds like
1: sodomy. Oh, well, I, what... <laughs> I can
2: see gay shenan- I, I can see this totally being gay shenanigans. This Does is why you it... think
3: this is gay
1: shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, going on? Th-
2: these factories have like f- a small one, like 400 dudes working there, 24 hours a day, you know, three shifts. Just the odds are a couple of them are going to be gay, and then the odds are further that a couple of them are going to be gay perverts who are willing to like fool around at work. It's
1: like that—you uh, ever see that Simpsons episode with John Waters when uh, Homer takes uh, Bart to the steel worker yeah, yeah, plan? Yeah. He's just like, you know, we work hard, we play hard. I, I always thought that was a stereotype. I, I didn't think this was— um... Well,
2: in that, in that scenario, everybody <laughs> in the steel mill is gay. I don't think that's true.
1: They're dancing to CNC Music Factory. Uh, uh, <laughs> I uh, thought that was uh, normal. Uh,
2: uh. <laughs> It's like the
1: isn't that the German national anthem? <laughs> uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. So so what happened? The guy's ass so, is sweaty, <laughs> and so I'd. it's sweaty. You know, he
3: offers to cool him off with the the air rifle, um, and so what uh, ultimately happened was this is the, the prosecutor's quote um, in the court was um, the blast of air burst his intestines, causing massive internal bleeding. Uh, it was an emergency operation, which the victim almost died from. He was in intensive Jeez. care for eleven days. Uh, a big second of his large intestine was removed and he had to, uh, to have a bag fitted to collect his waste.
4: That's a
2: classic, bag Right. So basically, <laughs> I mean, number one horse, sorry. This isn't just somebody Fake worse
3: than death. Lining up a, a BB gun, you know, just just kind of randomly shooting someone with their clothes yeah, yeah, on. Like, I mean, I think this is
1: this isn't going to leave a welt. No, it's I
3: nice, mean, this is like, uh, I think, inserted into the guy's asshole.
1: Well, you know, it's up until the massive internal bleeding and rupturing of the intestines. It sounds like a porn movie that my brother would own. Ooh. Oh, it, it, it's, it's, just a it does. <laughs> it's just
2: another,
4: another, ver- another version
1: of yeah, a little bit of grubos going on just there. Horsing around <laughs>
2: German gay style. <laughs>
1: so the so the dude like just put it in there I mean I'm picturing this to be like a pneumatic like air gun or something
2: yeah I mean it's, it's like a, a pellet gun BB gun type without the is pellet is it a pellet gun
1: or is it like a hose attached to that blows up your car tires that's what I'm picturing that's a
2: good point an that's, what, that's
1: what I mean no, it
3: says an, an air rifle
2: Oh, rifle. But I mean, yeah.
1: maybe they call it an air rifle. I no, don't a call g- it an
2: air rifle. I could see that something like that being called an air gun. But if they're calling right. it a rifle, a it's rifle. Like a BB gun or a pellet gun. Yeah, but
1: why gun. would they have an air rifle pellet gun at the steel foundry?
2: Mm-hmm. No, the dudes brought it with them.
1: Okay, so they bring their little gay play toys?
2: Uh, you know, like factories or big warehouses, sometimes they have pigeon problems. I mean, they get out of there to shoot the pigeons. And
1: stuff. So how does it start that they,
2: um, you know, they, they say they used to play asses. around with... Well, yeah,
1: it's like we used to play around with air rifles. How do you go from playing around with air rifles to shoving it up at each other's right. assholes?
2: Well, I think when they say playing around with, they mean shoving it up each other's butt. <laughs> right. I mean, all, I think if you're gay... Or especially if you think all gay men do this, not with an air rifle, but when you when you suspect that you're gay before you even know you're gay, like you think like, well, I kind of like dudes, and I don't really women don't do anything for me, and then you think like, well, that sucks, like I'm going to be ostracized, and you're like, well, maybe I can move to San Francisco or something or Germany, but then you're like, but can I have anal sex? And then you're like, now I can never do that. And then a week later you're like, well. Why don't I just try it with something? Like so an air rifle. Like sh-
1: you yeah. like a zucchini to air rifle? You probably rifle. start with your
2: finger, but then you're like, well, my finger's a lot smaller than a penis, so that doesn't really tell me anything. <laughs> How does
1: wackily know so much about this subject? I don't no, know. It's like, I'm very I'm curious. just thinking
2: it through. <laughs> it's like and a Wackley family and then, and tradition. And then, think, and then I think some gays... Uh, Never, get, even when they're openly gay and with other gay dudes, they still like to shove stuff up their butts because it's sort of like nostalgic. But I <laughs> mean, when they first versus didn't know if they were gay or not yet.
3: Dude, I think this is a
1: freaky German. I don't even think it's necessarily a gay thing. I think it's a freaky German thing. That's it's got definitely a freaky. I don't German know. thing. know. Germans are into weird shit.
2: This could. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, I worked in a factory, and this could totally happen in the United States. Wouldn't surprise me.
1: It probably probably does. I mean, we get those stories. They might
2: be more accepted after doing it in Germany. Like, everybody's just like, oh, hey, Dennis, Mm. Hans. Yeah, (laughs) for relaxes. And over here, everybody would be like, oh, that guy's a motherfucking bacon.
1: Can I empty your me bag? Yeah. Yes. Can I sniff it before He's I? I like,
3: so it So what happened to this guy here? He uh, well, you know, he was in intestine in, intestine, in intensive care for 11 days. Um, and uh, the victim care. said, um, "This is his quote: uh, I suddenly felt this incredible pain. You can't imagine it. Uh, I couldn't breathe. It hurt so much. Uh, you you can't know how happy I was when I got to the hospital and they gave me uh, an anesthetic."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Morphe>. Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> It's got to um, be painful when your insides explode. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, you know?
3: uh, I can only imagine uh, this guy, Dennis, going, you know, Hans, trust me, uh, this is going to make the sweaty, <laughs> You're your sweaty ass care. go away. He said he didn't care. This is your sweaty ass. This is, this is going to make it go away. Um, <laughs> so, right. He said he didn't care when he was doing it. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, there are hazards to butt sex. Right. You know, you've seen Mr. Hands, the video. It's like... It's things-
2: extra dangerous because even if you make it through the rupture... Like, once, like, feces starts to go throughout your body, you can get, like, a horrible oh, yeah. infection and die from that.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the staph infection. Yeah. So, But, I mean, what's interesting to me is, like, is this, like, a reverse fart? <laughs> like, instead of a fart coming Great. out, it's going back, forced back in? Right. No, it's not. Yeah, it is, dude. I mean, how is it not a reverse it fart? It's
2: when you fart, it's air, and it, it's coming out of your butthole. That's what makes the sound. Well, it's
1: coming out, but here it's going back in.
2: But it has nowhere to go. <laughs> right. it's, it's a bunch of air going in and nowhere to go, and that's why his colon is exploded, exploded.
1: Are you saying that if he didn't, like, tighten his sphincter around the nozzle of the gun...
2: That was the problem. He
1: probably would have been. He was fine. gripping
2: it, <laughs> and it, it, maybe there was some lube on it. Maybe maybe there's some lube on the gun. You know, there could have been some air passage mm. between the barrel and the rim of his. Of then, his, he his, his right. <laughs> then he probably would have been alright. Then he would have been alright. He had a tight sphinctoral grip on the barrel,
1: and that's what I that's it what did ruptured it.
2: Because the air had to go somewhere, and it exploded his colon wall. <laughs>
1: Well, there you go, sick and wrong German steel foundry workers. Take it from Wackerly When you stick an air gun up your asshole. Go loose. Just go loose. Go loose. Use a little bit of lube. You gotta you relax. Don't, you don't have to grab it so tight. You gotta tight. relax, people. Just chill. Relax. Maybe put yeah. chill. a
2: straw in next to the barrel of the gun so there's an open dude, channel.
1: Smoke a cat bomb. Don't freak out. <laughs> Take no, a popper.
2: <laughs> You'll be
1: okay. So on the sick and wrong star scale, dude, could you imagine the horror, the shock of this? Ugh. It's it's got to affect their productivity at work as well. I'm gonna say four
2: point five. Does the factory have to chalk this up on their like uh, we've gone like 130 days without an injury? They have to go back to zero because of this because it's not really involved in the manufacturing process, right?
1: Workman's comp.
2: Yeah, is he going to get workman's comp? On the job injury?
1: On the job injury, yeah. Four and three
2: quarters.
3: Four and three yeah, quarters? Ooh, four and three
1: quarters. pretty high. It must
2: have
3: been on break. Um.
2: <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. He's in the, on the factory floor. The supervisor should have put a stop to this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's the company's
3: fault. Uh, the, the highest is five, you say? The highest you can get is five. Yeah, I'd give it a 4.5. 4.5? 4. Yeah,
1: yeah. All right. We'll see. You know, we'll see what the listening audience has to say. We had three... Um, equally great articles this week Here for episode 164 People go vote You can decide who won this episode podcast.com. Ring, ring, ring Banana phone Ring, 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 ring,
5: ring ring Banana phone It's a 206 666 3846
2: Call the Sick and Wrong
4: hotline Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Are you drunk? Are you horny?
2: Call the sick and wrong hotline.
5: Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ring, ring, ring,
1: ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Wackily and Joe, we're nearing the end of the show. And I know Joe's familiar with the format. He's listened to a couple shows in the past. We tend to get to uh, phone calls uh, to the Sickerong Hotline at 206 666 3846 and uh, emails to Podcast at hotmail.com. We got a number of emails and we also got a few phone calls to get to. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, get to call number one.
0: Hi, Dean Lance. This is the Crazy Cat Lady calling and I have some very upsetting news. Um, it's about my health insurance. I know that has been the hot topic the last couple of podcasts you've been doing anyway um my health insurance decided to drop me because i'm high risk um as you know and some of the people on the forum know i'm a liver transplant survivor and seeing that that is the case my insurance could no longer um hook me up with my very expensive medications that sustain my liver and keep it from my body being, you know, or rejecting the
1: liver. Can they do that? Like a health, if you're on, if you have benefits or via of health insurance, can they just be like, you're too expensive. You're done. We're well, that's drop what she's you.
2: saying happened. It seems like complete and utter bullshit to me. I mean, what the point of insurance is you pay your monthly premium. So if something bad's happened to you, like you have a bad liver and it gets transplanted and you need drugs that are more expensive than you can pay for, that's the whole fucking point of insurance.
1: Of having insurance. That's why I'm surprised that they can legally drop you like that.
2: And like, what a bummer. Like, you actually
3: go through the whole liver transplant process. You, you survive. And you, and you survive get liver, it. and then it's like, oh, yeah, well, we're not going to pay for the drugs. so.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're You're, you're on your own, so. Yeah, you know, I I just I didn't even think that was possible. So so what happens here? Like now that she doesn't have any drugs, her body could reject the liver. I mean, what what happens? Does she like does it like come out of her vagina or something? I mean, that, what, how does it reject or do you just die or does your liver stop functioning?
2: I think it probably stops functioning. Yeah.
1: Okay, so you don't just shit it out.
2: Probably not. Probably
1: not. Okay. Does it doesn't well. crawl out of your body like <laughs>
2: Belial from Basket Case? Let's finish it up. Then hear what else she has to say. I
0: got a nice letter, and as of March 1st, 2009, I am no longer um, insured. Um, all my medications are going to be outrageously expensive. I'm on about maybe 10 different medications right now, and the bill it, without health insurance for those medications is probably going to run into like maybe the thousands per month without. Them being covered by insurance. So that's you know the story of my fucking life. Um, without these medicines, I could possibly fucking die. So yeah, really good news, huh? Um, uh, <laughs> thank God my grandma's rich. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Fucking health insurance, man. All right, you guys. That's my bad news. If you don't see me like posting on the forum, I'm like either really, really fucking sick or I died. Take it easy.
1: Bye. God, well, I hope she doesn't die. I enjoy your posts on the forum.
2: <laughs> I hope she doesn't die, even if she doesn't post on the forum. <laughs> but I mean, there's got to be like some state sponsored Medicaid or something she could get on. But
1: um... well, dude, isn't Obama supposed to change all of that? With change, is there, yeah, the whole thing, right, yeah, change. Isn't, like, what, isn't that one of Obama's many promises that he's going to fix? Like They're going to try and do cancer. it, yeah, but I mean
2: that's that could potentially be a long way off. I mean how how much time does she have before it really gets to dire situation? I mean I don't know. Well, Maybe she needs a stopgap measure and I don't want to be an ass or anything, but I know, you know, crazy cat lady, I've seen pictures of her, she's pretty hot. She also she has a hot a, sister. She's a um, have maybe they should maybe they should start a website where they you know uh, post provocative pictures and get people to give donations and to tell her story about why she's been fucked over by. I wish she would have named the insurance company because what you, what a bunch of fucking
1: dicks. Dicks. Well, I kind of like the the your reasoning here, Wackley, where you're going with this. So you're saying Crazy Cat Lady and her hot sister could make a porn website before the cause to, to raise money for to uh, get the drugs to treat her liver.
2: Yeah, I would here. suggest something like, you know, you post a couple of pictures that are semi revealing and then you have a donation button and like as soon as they get a certain amount of cash, they they get the penetration photos. Well, you got to do it really <laughs> gradually. You don't go right to the <laughs> penetration, but yeah, you know, like every when we hit this mark, we're going to post another set of pictures with this much more clothes taken off.
1: Well, you could be like a bronze member, or silver member, or a gold member or platinum. Yeah. And like platinum that means you've donated like $500 or $1000 yeah. or something. Yeah. And then you Let's try to be pragmatic pictures. here. No, I think it's a really good idea. It's like not only I mean, do our dude's just willing to pay for porn anyway? But here she has a, a, it's a good a cause. It's porn
2: for a cause.
1: Porn for a cause. I guarantee that would work. She, I bet you, she would like. You know, not only would she be able to afford to pay for her liver medication, I think it might be a new vocation for her. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she. I think she could quit her day job. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. But so, fuck
2: her, her day job where the insurance is, like, total bullshit. Fuck that day job anyways.
1: I say either this. Either do the go the porn route or um, buy your, you know, we'll send you a sick and wrong shirt and go get revenge on that insurance company. <laughs> I, I think that, I mean, if if all else fails, get your vengeance.
2: You want her to make a spectacle wearing a sick what and did wrong you? shirt? Dude, wouldn't you? You're an ass.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying, okay, you don't have to wear the sick and wrong shirt, but I would still get my vengeance.
2: If it was the end, yeah, I would. go I mean, out
1: it comes and, down to that. a yeah, blaze of like,
2: revengeful glory.
1: Go out in a blaze of revengeful glory, exactly. Well, hopefully, uh, Crazy Cat Lady, uh, everything uh, works out for you.
2: Well, she says that her her grandma has money, so maybe that'll okay. get her through till you know we get a an actual sensible, you know, universal health care.
1: Or maybe it'll get her through till you help her out developing that porn website. <laughs> I know yeah, it takes you a while to get that website together. I'm, I'm wackily, quite but, uh... <laughs> slow at doing the
2: internet updates, so maybe I'm not the best person. Well,
1: look at what a great job he did on the sick and wrong site. <laughs> so uh, hopefully um, you uh, you you take care of yourself there, crazy cat lady.
2: Yeah, I hope so.
1: What's uh, call number
2: two? Hard to follow that one up, but uh, we'll find out.
5: Hey, guys. This is uh, Russell. Uh, Russell? Set up on your forum. known as Puppet Patrol there.
1: Puppet Patrol,
5: yeah. to show. And I heard you guys say you were over at the Club Missouri. I call it Club Misery. Club Misery Lounge. I wonder if you happened to uh, notice the uh, uh, midget prostitute that was hanging out down on the uh, corner Friday night. I I saw her uh, stopped at the light. She was uh, sitting on the bus stop with her little fucking dangling off the bus stop and uh, <laughs> uh that was a new one so i just wondering if you guys saw that keep up the great show a lot of
1: fun listening later you know i i, I, I missed, did not see a midget I, I missed the midget prostitute last friday at the uh, old misery lounge
2: well the misery lounge is on san pablo and that's gonna you know, that whole stretch of road there is like Crack Whore Central. It's Prosty
1: Central. That's where they all are.
2: But I've never seen a midget one. I've seen the midget prostitute over here in the TL. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same one, if she moves back and forth.
1: Well, you know, I wonder how many midget prostitutes can there really be in the Bay Area, you know? Not, probably not that probably many. four or
4: five, <laughs> really, to be honest with you.
1: Joe, did you ever see the one that's in the tenderloin? No. I, I mean,
2: didn't
1: did. she she's such like a rarity. It's almost like you see her and then you think, God, I gotta go buy a lottery ticket now because it's like I just saw this. You're saying prostitute. she's a good
2: luck charm for you.
1: Just like seeing a unicorn, you know. It's <laughs> like you don't see it very often, but I've seen her a couple times, and yeah, it's like you know. I even the you know, I was I was eager to approach her and ask her like if you get half off because she's only half the size, but she's she's not bad looking for a midget either, or. Dwarf or whatever you want to call it. <laughs>
2: and what size are? her Does she have the small hands I think it's a little big person. The <laughs> little person. PC. <laughs> little prostitute.
1: <laughs> little prostitute. I like, I like how Puppet visuals. like her little legs just kind of hanging there.
2: Yeah, sitting at the bus stop.
1: <laughs> but no, unfortunately, I, I didn't see her. So maybe uh, this weekend, if I end up going to the East Bay and hitting up the Misery Lounge, I'll definitely keep my eyes open for the Midget Prostitute.
2: Now I will, yeah. For it's sure.
1: good to know that we have listeners over in the East Bay. So uh, thanks for calling in there, Puppet Patrol. So we have one more call here, call number three. I forgot who it came from, but uh, Scott from Iowa. Scott from Iowa, one of my favorite callers. Probably has to do with feces. Hey, sick and wrong. i um, Scott in Des Moines again. I'm working on my
2: third beer, and uh, oh, I don't know. I'll probably drink ten or twelve tonight. But <laughs> he always has to announce his plan, his drinking plans, <laughs> the <God>. full schedule. <laughs> we're gonna know about.
1: He sounds. He, he sounds like he's on your regimen
2: now. Right. <laughs> We'd get along. I wanted
5: to give a call and see if you guys had ever heard of a movie called Uncle Goddamn. And it's not really a movie, but it's a DVD. And what it is is um, it's really hilarious. I'll read you in the back here. It says these are the amazing camcorder antics of real life white trash family direct from the trailer park in North Carolina will not believe some of the cruel, sadistic, practical jokes played on poor Uncle Goddamn by his loving friends and family. They completely wrapped his head in box tape, (laughs) scraping his face with rust even set his crotch on fire with lighter fluid. It's no wonder that people also call this the Amazing Redneck Torture Tape. It's a completely uncut version, which includes the possibly rare short uh, Come to Shelby featuring Uncle Goddamn and Pappy Goddamn. I don't know what that.
2: I assume when he gets all these antics that are played upon him, he says, "God damn, what are you doing?" That's <laughs> probably how he got his name. Right? He
1: does. I've actually seen the videos before.
2: I've seen it. it's been a long time though. It just rings a very faint mem- memory bell. Well,
1: you know, I never knew there was a DVD, but I remember at least a couple of years ago there were some videos circulating on the web. These Uncle Goddamn videos. and It was like this desiccated hessian there was this guy sitting there and like yeah it's, it's, with some
2: non-desiccated younger hessians fucking yeah, with him
1: that were smoking weed with him and then wrapping him up in duct tape lighting his crotch on fire and he's like god damn <laughs> god damn you know and I think that's why they it was his uncle so they call him uncle god damn yeah. I don't know what that is but
5: um, what I wondered is if you guys want this thing I'll send you my DVD of it I watched it once and it's pretty funny um, these rednecks they just of course, they all live in trailers. They just get drunk and pass out. And, you know, and they just torture this poor guy while he's passed out. And It is pretty funny. Um, so if you guys would like to have it, um, it's cool. I'll, I'll mail it to your P.O. box. Also, I've got a, um, one of those. Uh, I'll also say if you guys are interested, I don't know if you want this or not, but
4: I've got one of those bad boy bubby. DVDs. <laughs> oh, it's kind of a boring movie. I mean,
2: there are some things that are kind of sick. And Turkey Paul loves it, edit, but it's yeah, not like it's not that bad. But um, hey,
5: to answer a couple of your questions too, you asked if I was married and the last time, and yeah, I've been married for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like the fecal I just got a lot of sick shit stories. It seems. So, um, I used to work as a, uh, a firefighter and a medic. I did that for after I got out of school. I did that for five years. Um, And so we had a lot of sick stories from that, too. If you'd ever like to hear any, just let me know. Um, Thanks. Hey, thanks again for the show. I love it. Bye. I'm (laughs) worried
2: that Scott is uh, now... Um, self-conscious that we thought that he talked about shit too much because I don't want him to stop telling us shit stories.
1: No, we love his shit stories. I think but that's now, why we But now he thinks we think
2: he is a fecal feliac. <laughs> so I feel like he's not going to talk about
4: shit stories. I was anymore. wondering
1: if he was married. Probably married to a German frau. But, um, you know, Scott, definitely... Keep continuing to uh, call us and uh, give us some stories about feces. And uh, definitely, we'd love to hear some of the uh, paramedic stories.
2: And I'd like him to send us those DVDs. I think we we could probably send it, part with a t-shirt, send him back one, maybe.
1: We, I think there could be some reciprocity going on here. But Why yeah, not? you know, I would lo- I've seen a few clips of Uncle Goddamn. I've never seen an entire DVD. but It's cli- been so long
2: since I've seen it. It would all be new to me again.
1: The clips that I saw were hilarious. It was, it's kind of in the vein of I would of drink 10 or 12
2: beers while I watched watch that. it.
1: And I've been meaning to see Bad Boy Bubby, but uh, yeah, I haven't uh, come across a DVD. So yeah, if you can make us a copy, uh, we'd totally appreciate it, and we'll send you on a t-shirt. So uh, thank you, Scott, for calling in. Always love to hear from that guy. Yeah. People, you can call the Sick Wrong hotline at 206-666-3846. Uh, so, uh, Wankily, I know we got a number of emails here, so um, let me read off a couple. Uh, one of them came from Nico. He says, Well, fuckers. Here from Australia, and uh, let me be the first to congratulate you on your recent censorship in China. I got here a few weeks ago and was struggling to get onto your site because of what I thought was a shitty connection. But after trying in a heap of places, it turns out you've become the victim of chi- the Chinese government's moral censorship laws.
2: So it wasn't a shitty connection, it was just a shitty country. A just shitty a country. shitty country.
1: <laughs> he says you're now in the company of pretty much all decent porn and anything to do with Tibet. I love how porn and Tibet are kind of aligned. Uh, Rotten. dot com still works, so I guess that makes you guys sicker than them, which is quite. <laughs> no, a th- we
2: just talk more shit about China.
1: Uh, when I get around to it, I'll go down to the live market and take some pictures of Chinese dudes cutting up live crocodiles, dogs, and shit, and send them your way. Fuck off, Nico. Well, yeah, <laughs> Nick, we'd love to see that. Um, there's definitely something we'll have to post on the site. I
2: hope the Chinese government doesn't disappear him after he <laughs> sends these pictures to us.
1: I kind of feel accomplished, though, being banned in China. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess any porn is banned in China. Isn't that kind of cool?
3: You should make new shirts. Yeah. Sick and know, wrong, banned in China.
1: Sick and wrong, banned in China. Yeah. Although, I, mean, I don't
2: want to burst your bubble, but um, and I don't want to talk about the forum too much, but I'm going to. Um, there's a posting on the forum of some kid who's like 17, 16, that still is with his parents, maybe even 15, who requested all the other forum assholes to post a bunch of porn
5: yes and he said
2: said, don't post links post the actual pictures because i want to jerk off but my parents have an internet blocker on our internet connection so if you post a link i can't go to the site but if you post the pictures here i can look at them and look at them and beat off which makes which makes it apparent that his parents internet filter doesn't filter at least our forum Hmm. Which is kind of disappointing.
1: I wonder if it filters. So our the site. T-shirt
2: really has to say "banned in China, but not by like parental blocker, Par- or, nanny or, blocker, you know, or net com, nanny, or whatever." Net nanny,
1: right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, banned so in China. It's a very strange niche to be in, but you know. cool with net nanny. <laughs> cool with net nanny. Right? <laughs> wow. Well, uh, thanks, Nico. It's good to have um, uh, fans over in China.
2: Well, he's Australian visiting China.
1: Keep fighting the system. Sounds like he's living there. Yeah. we got another email here from uh, the UK. He says, cunts, been listening a few months now and love the show. You mentioned you wanted to hear from some normal people. You know, a lot of normal people uh, start their email missives with the word cunts. <laughs> it's a
2: salutation.
1: <laughs> I'm a lurker on the forum, feeling a bit out of it because I'm not a potential serial killer, tard. Aussie or deviant. <laughs> I love how between deviant and tarred is Aussie. <laughs> uh, only fault. Learn how to say twat properly. It's not twat. Emphasize the at. It's twat. Um, it sound. It, by, saying it that, by saying it that way, it has much more impact. Learn from bottom as you sound like a fucking idiot. Do they say twat on bottom all the time? Probably,
2: but they say a lot of fucking words differently over there. You, you, we say here twat. You're a twat. But you yeah. think T-W-O-T.
1: You'd think that the English would pronounce twat as in twat, whereas we would say twat. You know, doesn't it seem like we would say twat?
2: It seems like that, but that's not how I guess it is. It <laughs> it's not how it is. So.
1: Anyway, never commented on a show or joined a forum or even sent an email to some fucker I didn't know. But you pricks need to know just how entertaining you are. Who would have thought it? Two clever, amusing, rational yanks dispelling the myth that you're all fat, retarded, sister-fucking inbreds.
2: I'm kind of fat myself, actually. <laughs> I could lose about 15 pounds.
1: Three architects from the north of England in a fucking boring office using you guys to get through the day. Jays, Foz, Big Jim, and Wakefield, spreading the sick and wrong word. Well, big ups to you, Jays, Foz, and Big Jim. (laughs) It's it's good to know that we're um, entertaining.
2: I hope they're paying attention to their designs. I know buildings collapse and kill a (laughs) bunch of people.
1: I don't know. I imagine they probably do pay a lot of attention to work because you've seen pictures of the northern birds. Not too yeah, distracting. Yeah. I've
2: also seen pictures of the northern buildings. <laughs> and those like, lopsided. Uh, I think they call that the new brutalism. You know, <laughs> like those council flats. They look—they're—they're they're just, you know, soul destroying.
1: They look like, yeah, they're about to fall. All right, last email here came from uh Johnny. I'm in, trying
2: to start an architectural idea fight on the, <laughs> online with the podcast. If you didn't know, good luck. Yeah, it would be great.
1: Last email here came from Johnny in Tucson. He says. Recently, you called Tucson the meth capital of the world. Being a native Tucsonan, I rushed to defend that statement. However, after thinking for half a second, I realized that we do sadly have an abundance of meth stories um, right here in my own city. I'm sure everyone in Tucson can think of a couple unless their brain is too rotted away from all the meth.
2: (laughs) There's no meth here as you do doing (laughs) meth. What are you talking about?
1: I knew a girl who was wicked addicted and worked for her parents. She would bring a bottle of water spiked with meth and nurse her habit all day by drinking the water. She said she never got meth mites, but would see fairies that weren't really there. That's a new term for me. Meth mites? Yeah, yeah. They're not
3: mites, but they're fairies. (laughs) They're
1: fairies. Um, I also heard that uh, the really bad addicts will get these sores all over their faces from smoking meth. I'm no doctor, but the sores are basically zits filled with meth that get into your pores. Apparently, the addicts will burst the sores into their pipes... And smoke their own meth-laden pus blood. <laughs> I think this might be an urban myth. I'm gonna have to check this out on Snow. A- Me-
3: meth addicts do get the sores, but I have a, I have a doctor friend who uh, they're just picking at their face because yeah, a Yeah, they're,
1: a zits yeah, they're, they're not really they're not meth-filled
3: whatever. That's yeah, just, I didn't think yeah. it was
1: meth zits. No, no. I guess meth addicts are good recyclers. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, sometimes in Tucson, it's hard to tell who is addicted to what. Apparently, the person in my apartment before me pawned my refrigerator for crack. They replaced it with a shitty one that's smaller than anyone in the building. Also, I think my super is a crackhead. I don't do any of that stuff. The worst thing I do is listen to your show. Thanks, Johnny from Tucson.
2: So, this guy started his letter out. Or email, whatever you want to call it, by trying to defend Tucson and then made it sound like the most horrible drug-laden place ever.
1: I think it, all of a sudden it's like the realization just kind of dawned on him. It's catharsis. like yeah, yeah. I live in a drug. <laughs> it's like an epiphany. I live in like the meth capital of the states.
2: I spent an entire weekend in Tucson on my thirtieth birthday, and everybody I met at like the, the liquor store, the gas station, was just tweaking out of their brain. Like I, I mean, just. Yeah. I couldn't find anybody who was just straight.
1: But I mean, by say, by, by tweaking, do you mean like just speaking really rapidly, jerking movements? And that
2: just... and saying shit like, can I have five bucks for the bus? And I was like, well, the bus doesn't cost five bucks. And then saying like, wow, it's really hot out. No, it's like 45 degrees. It's fucking cold. <laughs> And they're just like, the meth mites, the yeah. meth mites are getting me. Pretty much, yeah. No, I think I got away from them before they started talking about the mites or the fairies or whatever.
1: I know, Tucson kind of scares me.
2: I liked it. I had a good time there. It's just everybody was high as fuck.
1: You know, he should make a meth documentary about the mites. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Thanks, Johnny, for uh, emailing us. People, you can email sigrong at stickandwrongpodcast at sickandwrongpodcasts dot com. If you haven't already, join up on the forum. I know we mention it every week, but there's like... I don't know, we're probably, what, 1,300 members, 1,400 members, a lot of people posting, and a lot of interesting shit on the forum. A lot of stuff that I don't even like to look at, but, um, but would use as my avatar. Did <laughs> <laughs> you notice that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, people, go join the uh, Sick and forum. You can link to it uh, right off our main page, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Also, thank you, everybody, for subscribing on iTunes and giving us all these comments. Uh, it's really helping the show. Uh, you know, with every subscription, it boosts our rank. And uh, if you, I don't know if you've noticed, but right now we're on like uh, page number one right next to Adam Carolla. So it's it's kind of nice that we're, um, <laughs> we're in the Carolla
2: League. Now. Dude,
1: Carolla's got the most popular <laughs> podcast for some reason. I've listened to his show and I think it's shite, but it's like...
2: I like Adam Carolla. He's he's now. a
3: he, smart guy. I don't know. He I, I never listened to his podcast. He but. just
2: got fired. Though, he just got fired. Station.
1: But it, it's what's kind of interesting about it, he got canned from Terrestrial Radio. So he started up this podcast and it's the biggest podcast by far on iTunes. He's got a lot of fans. But he's giving podcasting a lot of exposure. So I think...
2: um, (laughs) there's always a bright side. (laughs) It's
1: a bright side. He's helping us, uh, you know, us uh, no names here, uh, get some uh, attention, much needed attention. But thank you, people, for subscribing on iTunes. If you haven't, just go to iTunes. Subscribe to us. Even if you hate... Uh, mac computers <laughs> also um i've been sending out a lot of t-shirts lately just this the past few days i've sent out six t-shirts amazing so um we're gonna sell out soon these are limited edition so uh, make sure you buy one sooner rather than later we appreciate you representing the show by wearing a shirt because you just look cool wearing a sick and wrong shirt
2: and we're probably not gonna make another batch that says band in china but that day allows us at least for like four more years I, You so know, if, be waiting for if that. everyone
1: buys all these shirts in the next couple of weeks we might make the band in China shirts so you know no, no, he's happen. just gonna
2: wait for those because <laughs> they're better
1: buy a goddamn t-shirt <laughs> you cheap bastards uh, before we get to the sick or Wrong song of the week i want to give a toast to uh, my dear friend the Wack Man for his upcoming birthday well happy birthday uh, there Wack Man uh, the big 3-4 yes and uh, we got big plans for your birthday sort of this not week. really yeah. we'll see <laughs> Ah, Jameson. Ooh, it's rough. And uh, let me give you your gift here. Continuing in the vein of a uh, sick and wrong tradition of a Wackerly's Mel Gibson gifts, <clears throat> um, let me give, give you a gift here for your 34th birthday.
2: Wow, I wasn't expecting anything.
1: You weren't expecting a Mel Gibson book? Mel or something? Gibson's severed head? <laughs> no, actually, as a, as a matter of fact, I tried to get that. Oh, and, my uh, nipples I got arrested. they dead. But hurt. Um, I, I couldn't find another Mel Gibson book, so I got you this instead.
2: Um, It's in the wonderful Borders plastic bag wrapping
1: Did you think I was going to wrap your fucking gift?
2: (laughs) Well I thought maybe (laughs) (laughs) Oh alright Gary Brecker, the war nerd. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his name, but it's the War Nerd's book from uh, Exiled Online.
1: Exiled Online. Have you read that book yet?
2: No, and uh, he hasn't been posting lately on Exiled Online. But I love this guy. You know he's from Fresno, right?
1: I had no idea he's from Fresno. He
2: lives in Fresno. I think it says it on the. It com- says it, it, says says
1: it right on fact, the second I line that back, there. I work with a guy from Fresno who used to know that guy.
2: And he's like does data entry and drinks a lot of diet coke, but he uh, does really good commentary on like this. Uh, hot spots of the world
1: Very insightful and uh, entertaining It's uh, exileonline.com, right?
2: Right but uh, the book is great. I'm totally going to read the shit out of this.
1: I know. I think he. Uh, aren't you surprised? Weren't you expecting something idiotic? Uh, I was idiotic?
2: expecting something <laughs> Mel Gibson themed.
1: Dude, I tried to find something Mel Gibson themed. I failed miserably. Maybe so, uh...
2: Mel Gibson at a later date will do a movieization of this novel. Like, usually do novelizations of movies, but maybe, you know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. maybe... <laughs> Mel Gibson will play Gary Brecker. I hope I'm pronouncing it right but uh, in, in some movie.
1: Mel Gibson in The War Nerd. Be a good. guy in good. Fresno
2: who does data entry and, <laughs> and rants online about stuff.
1: Well, uh, happy birthday there, Wackman. I'm sure we're going to have some stories from this weekend. Uh, my sister's planning on throwing you a party on a Saturday, which you know. And her
2: still... career is party planner, so I'm She's hoping for something extremely
4: awesome.
1: It's probably going to involve Taco Bell and diarrhea <laughs> and a lot of alcohol, so it should like be kind of fun. Like
2: awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, the Sigurong Song of the Week came in courtesy of Steez. Uh, Steez writes in, hey guys, new kid here. Just wanted to drop a line and say you guys are pretty awesome. Love the show. Keep up the good work. It entertains me while I fail at my own life. Comforting. <laughs> I've never written in before, so not sure about protocol, but I was hoping you'd consider some oingo boingo for your song of the week. Nasty Habits is a shit. It's upbeat tempo makes me feel rather productive, and it pretty much makes me feel better about all the filthy habits which I, myself, can't seem to shake. Not an exceptionally disgusting song, but still relevant to sick and wrong subject matter. In parentheses here, not to mention its a fucked up audience. Keep the good chick coming. It's like a drug. We love you guys. So we're gonna end the show here with uh, "Nasty Habits" by Oingo Boingo, which is one of my favorite bands.
2: I was gonna say, how old is Stees?
1: I don't know. I, she
2: isn't Stees like a name that some kid would he'd be like nineteen or twenty or maybe even younger.
1: And and yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe... listen to
2: Oingo Boingo. I mean, I think that's even before my time. It's Oingo, Oingo Boingo is 80s, coming back, though?
3: wasn't it '80s? They were like on like the Ferris Bueller soundtrack and but it's
1: Danny Elfman, right? Back, back to right? school. But even yeah, yeah, it's Danny Elfman's in uh, Oingo Boingo. I don't yeah. know. It's
2: I never got into Oingo Boingo. You know, I'm sorry.
1: To be honest, I was impressed because usually we get
4: <laughs> I
2: like um, I, mean, I just wonder if they're coming back. If like Oingo Boingo's so. making a resurgence?
1: I don't know. I was impressed with this song selection because typically it's like I'm keeping your poop in a jar, and this week we get an Oingo Boingo song. So uh, yeah, thank you, Steez, for sending that in. People will be back next week at episode 165. Until then, take it, Sleazy.
5: Again, it.